five, four, three, two, one, and we are live this morning. We are live. We are here in this place of worship and fellowship, honoring the Lord and giving him praise and glory, thanking him for all that he has done and who he is in all of our lives. And just want to Say out, give a shout out to those that are present and to those that are online, our online community, those have um, checked in to hear what the Lord has to say. And we're going to continue. And the Lord has had us on speaking what he speaks. (laughs) We've been talking about the language of the kingdom. And uh, each time we've found ourselves coming up short. But God's love for us, helps us to get a little place higher in him. Um, I was in the midst of praying the other morning, and and I was stopped right in my praying, and God revealed something to me. And then I, as always, I went down that trail to see what vein that the Lord was taking us in, and I discovered some things. I discovered some things. And because I discovered some things, I, I want to share with us today that which the Lord revealed to me. And you're going to have to stay close because we won't be before you long. Therefore, you're going to have to stay close. You've got to stay with me because um, what the Lord showed me was, to me, to me, I'd say that way, to me, I felt like it was very profound. I, I really did. Father, bless your word, and we thank you now. Bring all things to my remembrance. Allow your Holy Spirit, who is the teacher, to minister to us. And we praise you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. As we're speaking about the language of the kingdom, of course, you know, we we went down to from um, um, love to forgiveness to mercy. We went down those places. But as I forestated, uh, as, as I was praying, as I was praying, uh, the first place that God led me to is to, we're going back to the book of Ephesians chapter number 6. Ephesians chapter number 6. There are some things here that he revealed. And as I was praying and I, when I was asking God to clothe me with the armor of God, when I got to the shield of faith, he stopped me. And he said, I want to show you something, Brenda. I want to show you something. So our, our first lesson, our first scripture, and whether you use your phone or whether you use your book, we're going as old school today. Um, and please respect God and don't go to Facebook, okay? Can I ask that for about a good 35, 40 minutes, amen? Uh, but we want you to, to go to Ephesians chapter number 6 because God has been showing me some things and, and revealing some things, and I've been seeing the manifestation of it. But in Ephesians chapter number 6, this is where he stopped me because I stopped on the shield of faith. And in verse number 16, he says, Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. As I began to revisit the, the pieces of the armor, 
And when I get here to the shield of faith in praying, I notice some words. After he, he, he gives out the list, when he comes to the shield of faith, he says, above all. So I said, what do you mean, God, above all? He said, above all that you've read as far as uh, the breastplate of righteousness, uh, um, the belt of truth, um, the gospel of peace, you know. He said, above that, he said, when it comes down to it, he says, above all the shield of faith. So I said, okay, God, what are you trying to get me to understand? Because my mind had lighted on, in my spiritual mind, the shield of faith. So he says, now, Brenda, this is what I want you to do. He said, now, you've got to understand when it comes down to the Greek meaning of shield, when I looked at it and I looked up what the Greek meaning of the word shield in Ephesians chapter 6 is, it said that it is a portal. It's an opening. It's an entrance. It's a door. It's a, a closure. And I said, what do you mean, God? It, it's, it's a portal. It's, it's a door. When you're talking about, it says, the shield. He said, you've got to deal with the shield before you can get to the faith. He said, because faith is a spiritual force. But understanding that faith is a spiritual force, when you go to the shield, you've got to see it in the spirit. When he says, above all, that means you've got to take your mind to a, another place, an elevated place. You've got to go higher in the spirit. You've got to understand when he's telling us to take the shield of faith, you have to go to another realm or another dimension or a higher place in God because now you're dealing with spirit. Because, see, faith is spirit. And once you understand that, that means you can tap in to the unseen forces that we've never, ever realized that we can tap into. Because when you're talking about a portal, that is a connection between two places. And I don't want to get ahead of myself because I'm excited about now about this. I'm excited about this. So when he told me that that word shield there in Ephesians chapter number 6 is symbolic of a portal, then I, and I said, okay, God, help me understand a portal. He said, it's an opening. It's an opening between two worlds. So we have access. That is why he says, above all, we have access to that invisible realm that we don't, we don't actually use all the time, but we should be using. All right? Then the next place he takes me to uh, is, he takes me now to Genesis chapter number 15. All right? We're going to go to Genesis chapter number 15. And Genesis chapter number 15, and we're going to look at verse 1. Now we're going to look at the Hebrew meaning of that word shield in the Old Testament. Now, Genesis chapter number 15, verse number 1 says this. He says, After these things, the word of the Lord came 
came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram. Look, look at what God is saying. He says, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. So here in the Hebrew, the meaning of the word shield, it means protector. God is saying, I am your protector. He said, I am your defense. All right? But when we went to the New Testament, he talked about that shield being a portal, a connection in essence between two worlds. And I'm like, God, help me to understand what you are saying. He says, faith is of a man's spirit, not of his mind or body. Faith is a spirit. Faith. So maybe, just maybe, some of the things that we're not getting, we're trying to get it through our mind or through our flesh rather than through the spirit. Since faith is a spiritual force. God said, I'm your shield. He said, but when it comes down to you putting on that armor, you got to take your mind higher than where it is. Because he says, I'm going to take you and show you another level that we don't always tap into. I said, okay, God, all right. Now, let's go to Genesis chapter number 28. Genesis chapter number 28. Genesis chapter number 28. Genesis chapter number 28. And we're going to start reading in verse number 10. Now, remember I told you stay close to me. Stay, stay close with me, all right. So we're understanding now, we're understanding faith is a spiritual force, all right? He tells us in Genesis 15 that God is our shield. But in Ephesians chapter number 6, he's telling us with that, with that shield, then there is a different spiritual connection that we really hadn't tapped into, all right? Now, looking at Genesis chapter number 28, Verse number 10. And it starts off saying, And Jacob, which is the mind in transition, it said he went out from Beersheba. Now, Beersheba means a place of agreement. And then he says he traveled toward Haram. Now, Haram is the exalted state of mind. So he's leaving one level of mind and he's going to another. In order to get to that place where we're going to tap into through, through the spiritual force called faith, we have to have an elevated mind. Our mind cannot be carnal. We've got to be totally spirit. Because some things that we are not getting, the Lord says, is because we have not tapped in to the right place. All right? Now, look at that verse number 11. Now, here's Jacob. All right? He, the Bible says in verse number 11, And he lighted upon a certain place. And it says, and he tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took of the stones of that place. What is that place? That's that state of mind, that exalted state of mind. Because you got to be there in order to get what God is going to bring forth from the spiritual to the natural. This week, yesterday, and I got a word when that, the Lord showed me something. And he revealed something. And when I did what he instructed me to do, I was able to pull something from the 
spirit realm and bring it into the natural, and it made its manifestation, and it blew me away. It literally blew my mind. And I said, God, I've been down too low too long, and I'm going up. I don't know about y'all, but I'm going up. Amen. Yeah, I'm going up in the spirit realm, all right? Now, 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 now watch the word. Watch the word. It says, talking about Jacob, it says, he took of the stones of that place, the thoughts of that place, and he put them for his pillow hmm, and lay down in that place to sleep. He laid down in that place to sleep in a state of rest. In that state of rest is where he has a spiritual encounter. All right? Look at verse number 12. Now, verse number 12, it says this. Verse number 12. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. Now, that ladder it is symbolic of the connection between heaven and earth. See, when we, when we see a, in, a, a ladder in the natural, naturally we think about going from one level to the next level, to a higher place, okay? And they have certain levels when you come down to ladders. But if we could come to understand that in the spirit realm, when we think about ladder and, and, and it being symbolic of a connection of two worlds, and you can only get there through by faith. The Bible says, he says there now, while he's in that place of rest, while he's in that, 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 that exalted state of mind, he is able to move from one level, earthly, natural, physical, to the next realm, which is heavenly. He's there. And what he sees, he sees now, he sees angels of God. They were ascending and descending. They were going from a higher region to a lower region. All right? In order to see this or enter into this, you need to understand that we must have that spiritual force called faith. Think about it. Have we ever realized that through faith, and faith is a spiritual force, that we can connect? To heaven, Jacob is a man just like, or a, a, a human, just like you and I. But he was able to see in the spirit realm something he had no clue about. He sees these angels ascending and descending, going up and down, go, going up, they're coming down. They're coming, they, we need to learn how to beckon uh, and send out angels to do that job because they have access. They go in and out, in and out. Now, in order for us to understand about the shield of faith, we have to be willing. Can I say this, Lord? Yeah. We have to be willing to be like David. We just got to be crazy. 
Because sometimes David went crazy. You know how to tell you he starts slobbing and all this stuff, acting like a mad man. Sometimes we got to go out of our mind mindset and literally trust and see what God is saying to all of us. Because many of us, we have not received, thank you, Holy Spirit, everything that God has given us or we've been entitled to because we're his children. Now, let, 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 let's, let's look at verse number 16 in Genesis 28. Let's look at verse number 16, all right? Now, verse number 16 says, And Jacob awaked out of his sleep, that state of mind. And he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. See, God is trying to take the body of Christ into a place, but we are afraid to go. Or we choose not to go for whatever reason. We think fleshly, we think carnal, but God is saying through faith, through faith, we can tap into some places that we never, ever dreamt we could tap into. And it happens not all the time. But every now and then we're able to tap in to those places to see some things. All right? Now, in verse number 17, it says, And he was afraid and said, How dreadful is this place. This is none other but the house of God. And this is, he says, the gate of heaven. What he, what he sees, what he connects with, that the connection between two worlds, the earth and the heaven. He says, this is nothing except the gate of heaven. Well, what's the purpose of a gate? It gives you access, right? So what's the purpose of that gate? He comes to understand, hey, I can go from one place to another place. I can go to higher realms in God. I'm learning, y'all. I'm learning. I'm learning this. Let me show you. Let's, 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 whoo, let's look at this. Let's go to 2 Kings. Let's go to 2 Kings. Go on to 2 Kings. 2 Kings chapter number 6. 2 Kings mm, chapter number 6. And we're going to begin reading. At verse number 15. 2 Kings chapter 6. Verse number, verse number 15. Whenever the enemy comes up against us, we got to remember we have invisible forces all around us. A lot of times we operate in fear. Hey, I did it two days. Got a tofu and t-shirt. <laughs> is it okay for me to be real? Is it okay? Some of y'all did too, you know. But anyway, now let, let, let's let's look at this. All right, Second Kings chapter six, verse number fifteen. It says, "And when the servant, hmm, and when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, a host compassed the city, both with horses and chariots, and his servant said unto him." Alas, my master, how shall we do? All he saw, the servant, Talashia, all he saw 
was the enemy, being surrounded by the enemy. That's all he could see. He was seeing in the natural. God is saying to us, we have to go and see what's in the invisible. All right. Now, verse number 16 says this. In 2 Kings chapter number 6. 16 says, and he answered. Now, this is Elisha's talking back to him. He says, and he answered, fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. So, God, what are you saying to us? What God is saying to us is, regardless of how outnumbered it may appear that we might be outnumbered, when it come down to man and the circumstances and the situation, God is saying, if you look through the eyes of faith, that spiritual force, you will see you got more for you, more with you, than that's against you. Once you see that, what you say, sister, amen, right? See, that's where we got to start operating in that shield of faith. Because see, we see through that portal, we, and we're going to connect with that. We're going to go even deeper in that. So he says to him, don't be afraid. We got more that's with us than what we see. And I'm like, thank you, Lord. See, in order to get there, we can only get there. Remind me, we've already said it two or three times. We can only get there through faith. You can't get there no other kind of way. Because if you don't, you'll see all the, the problems that we have. We'll look at all of the enemies and all the things that's rising up against us. That's what we'll be focusing on. But God said, I don't want you to focus on that. I want you to focus on the invisible. Because the invisible is greater than the visible. Well, we think, okay, the visible, that's what it's all about. No, 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 no. The invisible is more powerful than the visible, that which you can see. That which you can't see is more powerful than what you do see. So you've got to operate that way. You've got to believe that way. All right? Because, see, this is the language. Remember now, we've been talking about the language of the kingdom. This, we're going to speak and do what Jesus said. All right? Now, in verse number 17, watch this. He says, 2 Kings chapter number 6, verse number 17, he says, And Elisha prayed and said, Lord... I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. Even though he was a servant to Elisha, he could not see. He could not see what was in the invisible realm. He could not see what was around him, that the forces that was around him outnumbered the forces that he could literally see. It comes back to the same thing with us. We have to realize we got more going for us than against us. Hmm. We got we gonna this year we're gonna be opening some doors. Mm-hmm. And pulling <laughs> pulling out some stuff. We're gonna be pulling out some stuff. Okay? Elisha prayed. He says to the Lord, remember now, he said he said to the Lord, he said, Open the eyes of this young man. And then he says, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses, which means power, 
and chariots of fire round about Elisha. Unseen forces. we got to understand we've got unseen forces. Hey, y'all, I am not crazy because they're there. We have unseen forces all around us, and they outnumber all that stuff that's coming up against us. You know, it's not so much as people comes up against us as circumstances and situations in life comes up against us. You, you know what he said to his servant? First thing he said to his servant, he said, fear not. Because, see, when we're fearing, we're in fear. We cancel out faith. We cancel out the spiritual force that will connect us to those two worlds where we can call that from way up there from the heavens and bring it here into the natural. Y'all understand it? Amen. Right? Boy, I'm telling you, mm, it was good. I mean, when I say y'all this week, I mean, uh, the last two nights, it was good. I mean, it was good. I mean, it literally was good. Two hours of laying there between praying and, and listening to the word and receiving from the word. And then, I'm talking about four o'clock in the morning. And then, <laughs> operating in it, I heard the word. See, that's why we got to be doers of the word. I heard the word. But then I said, I'm going to activate this word. At that moment, minister, when I activated that word and I began to, I mean, I got to the point of praising God. When I activated that word, the next thing I knew, that very thing that I called down, it manifested itself in the natural right then. It scared me so hard. You know how it is when God does something for you and you, you know, it happens so quick. <laughs> it happened that quick. And I'm like, ooh, Jesus, I'm going to be doing this from now on. Oh, poor boy, it was good. It was good. It was good. Now, he sees these unseen forces. Think about how, how many incidents that you've been protected from, that the enemy has set up traps to take you out. Have you ever wondered how did you get out? How he rerouted your path and took you in another direction? Think about it. How did that's some unseen forces that we have that works in conjunction with us as humans. So God, I thank you for my angel. If you come to my house, you think I'm crazy because I got them everywhere. Everywhere. When I say everywhere, I mean everywhere. From the low room to the high room to the bottom room, you know. Everywhere they're there. But in my spirit realm, I know I can assign any one of them at any given time. But see, you got to, we have to be able to tap into that place. Now, now, looking at verse number 18, it says this. It says, verse 18, he says, And when they came down to him, Elisha prayed unto the Lord and said, now, look, look, look at this, look at this. Look at the power that's in your mouth. Verse 18, 2 Kings chapter number 6. It says now, it says now, verse 18, And when they came down to him, Elisha 
prayed unto the Lord and said, Smite this people. I pray thee with blindness. And he smote them with blindness. Look at this. According to the word of Elisha. He smoked his enemy according to his word. See, we have power in our mouth. Our words are power. That gives us life or death. He, God prays. I mean, Elijah prays, and he says to God, he said, I, now I want you to blind my enemy. Show you what God did. I believe the word. I believe the word. I believe God's word. See what God does. He prays now. He not prays. Verse 19. And Elisha said unto him, this is, look how he's talking to his enemy. That let me know we can reroute the rascal. And Elisha said unto them, this is not the way. Neither is this the city. Follow me and I will bring you to the man whom you seek. But he led them to Samaria. In other words, he led them, the enemy, to his own camp. They blind now, so they have to rely on what he's showing them and what he's doing. All right? Now, verse number 20 says this. And it came to pass when they were come into Samaria that Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of these men that they may see. And the Lord opened their eyes and they saw and behold, they were in the midst of Samaria. And I said, God, what are you trying to tell us? He said, first of all, he said, I'm trying to tell you through the words in your mouth, through the power that you have in your mouth, you can blind, you can pray to God, and God will blind your enemy. Whatever, ooh, Holy Spirit, whatever trap that he got for you, then he'll fall in his own trap. But when you, but you've got to pray and believe. You've got to activate faith. He brought them right into their camp. He asked God to blind them, and God did that. But in turn around, when he takes them a little bit farther, and they're in the camp, the first thing his people said was, should we kill them? We need, we need to kill them. And he said, no. And I said, no, don't kill them. What he says is, he says, feed them and send them on back. Now, I said, now, Lord, wait a minute. Now, you done blinded them for me. Why can't I just go ahead and kill a rascal? That's where the kindness comes in. Y'all, y'all know how we are. Amen. Go ahead and do it. Take them out. You know, you know, you know we've all been there. Amen. We've all been there at one point or another. But, but, but we've got to activate this thing called faith, which is a spiritual force. Now, all right. Now, we're almost done. Let's, we're almost done. Let's go. Let's go now to Revelations, Revelations chapter number 4. Yeah, Revelations. Revelations, chapter number 4. Revelations, the book of Revelations, chapter number 4. Revelations, chapter number 4. Remember we talked about in the book of Ephesians, verse 16, chapter 6, about the Greek meaning of that word shear was a portal or entrance, a door, a closure. Now, God revealed this to me, too, and, and you may hear it again next few weeks. I don't, I don't know. That when you pray and ask God to open that door, 
and, and, and the manifestation comes into play, don't forget to ask him to go ahead and close that door. Because see, that, it, in that definition, not only does it have an entrance and an opening or a door, it also has closure. So you got to shut it up. You got to close that, close that up. Once you allow, ask the Holy Spirit at, uh, for things to come that you can pull here to change some circumstances and situations, whatever it was that messed it up, you want to make sure you close that door so it can't come back in. Now, y'all understand that, right? Close it. Now, let's go to Revelation chapter number 4. Because you remember now that, that, in that in that definition, in that Greek, one of the things was said by the door. Now, Revelation chapter number 4, verse number 1, it says, after this, talking about John of Patmos, okay? He says, after this, he says, I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven. You remember now, in, when we looked in Genesis 28, Jacob was saying about the gate. This, surely he was at, this was the gate of heaven. All right? Now, John, when he's in the, the island of Panamas, he sees, he says, and behold, a door was opened in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as if it was a trumpet talking with me which said, come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. Now, when you look at the word door, and you look at the Greek meaning for the word door, it means portal. It means a portal. It's a portal. So we have access with the, the entrance. It's, it's a portal. All right? It says now, he says he was amazed. And what he sees in heaven is that portal. He sees a door. Does that help us to understand about the connection between two worlds, from earth to heaven? See, there's a portal there. But you, got to, you have to go up higher in order to get it. Because here in this word, it says, come up hither. Are we too low? In our thinking. See, we got to come up. Because I don't know about y'all, but there's got to be more than what it is right now here. And if I can learn to go up into that and pull, go up into a higher realm and pull that from the spirit realm down into the natural, the physical realm, and I can see the manifestation of it, well, I want to use that power. Because it's been granted to me. It's been granted to you. All right, let me show you one, something else here. Let's go, last verse. Holy Spirit says so. Last verse, Ezekiel chapter number one. Ezekiel, book of Ezekiel, chapter number one. Hmm. Ezekiel chapter number one. Ezekiel chapter number one. Ezekiel chapter number one. Remember now, we're talking about the language of the kingdom. And today we're talking about the shield of faith. But we're also understanding that faith is a spiritual force. And that shield is nothing but a door. It's an access, an entranceway to another world. 
well, I won't say world, to the throne of heaven, <laughs> to the abode of God. That's what it is. Now, Ezekiel chapter number one. Are we there? It says now, now it came to pass in the 13th year, in the fourth month, in the fifth day of the month, as Ezekiel speaking, as I was among the captives by the river of Shabbat, he says that the heavens were open. And then he says, and I saw visions of God. The heavens were open, and he said, I saw visions of God. Those visions that he see are nothing but the revelations of God. When we're able to connect between the two worlds, we can get revelations from on high. I don't know about y'all. Sometimes you can be studying and be reading or praying. All of a sudden, God will drop some stuff in your spirit. Those are revelations that's coming from God. You didn't have it, but but the fact remains, God will when heaven open, when heaven open, God will reveal to you and reveal to me the things that He will want us us to know. Okay, going back to this, I think it's Acts chapter number ten. I think it's Acts chapter number ten. All right, now there was this man by the name of Cornelius, and he said he was a believer, but yet. He wasn't what they call a Jew per se. But God shows him a vision. God reveals some things to him. Then they sent him to see, look for Peter. I think the mom was certain. They sent him to look for Peter. When he does go looking for Peter, yeah, yeah, Acts chapter number 10, yeah. When he sends him to look for Peter, Peter goes up on the housetop. And the Bible says he's hungry. But he falls, the Bible says he falls into this trance. And once he falls into this trance, what he sees, because now heaven is open, what he sees is this, 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 this sheet comes down, and it has all types of animals, all types of beasts in it. And the word came and says to him, rise up and eat. He said, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to eat that. That's unclean. I'm not going to do that. God speaks to him and says, says to him, listen. He said, I think the scripture says that he said to him three times. But God speaks to him and tells him, do not call what I call, do not call uh, anything that he has made common or unclean. Over here, he didn't spoke to Cornelius. Cornelius is on his way to see Peter, but God had to fix things in Peter's heart to let him know somebody is coming. He didn't quite fully understand, but he knew God had to deal with his old traditional religious mindset. He had to deal with that. And when he dealt with it, God said, Don't you dare call what I have made, thank you, Holy Ghost, common or unclean. So what, are, what have we called common or unclean? And God said everything he made was good. <laughs> That's what the Bible says. Everything he made it was good. But the main thing God is saying to us today is this. This is the same thing he's saying to us. 
take our faith, that spirit of force that we have, and activate it. Activate their faith. Activate it. Call those things that be as though they, as though they were. In other words, I don't see it in the natural. But if you call it through faith and you believe for it to come to pass, it's going to come because God is a God of his word. God don't lie. He says, call those things that be as though they were. Call it out. What? what? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. What are you needing today? What are you needing today? What are you, what are you needing today? I challenge each one of us. I challenge each one of us. I challenge each one of us to call it from the spirit realm down to the natural through faith. That spiritual force. And see won't God do what he say he will do. It has everything to do with your faith. But we've got to understand faith is spirit. It's spiritual. You can't call it from your flesh or your carnal mind. Don't work that way. But you've got to call it through the spirit realm. And I said, God, you're just powerful. You're awesome. Somebody said, well, I don't know about that. Well, have you tried it? How, how can you not know if you never tried it? Oh, no, that ain't going to work. Well, how do you know if you've never tried it? How many of us said that? God tell us, this, oh, that ain't going to work. Well, for you, it probably won't because you're just out of your mouth. You just said it ain't going to work. You just killed it. Thank you. You just killed it. God says the language of the kingdom, and since we are kingdom children, we are citizens of the kingdom, we've got to operate with faith, which is a spiritual force. You care what it is. How bad do you want? Challenge you. Keep it in your mind. What, what is that? What is it? I'm not telling you something I don't know. I was crazy enough to test it. Brother, I was. I was crazy enough at 4 o'clock in the morning, listen to this man preaching. I'm, I'm going to test this out. I'm going to see if it's real. And when it manifested itself, I said, ooh, Lord, good gracious. I'm going to do it again, Sister Marcelet. I'm going to do it again. What do you need? What do you need today? It ain't about my faith. It's about your faith. It's about every individual's faith. God has given all of us a certain measure of faith. He said, activate your faith. Activate it. That's part of your right as a citizen of the kingdom. That's part of your rights. That's part of your rights. What you going to give back to God? I mean, you. I like this too. And I, I do this, and, but not as much as I should. God said, listen. You, 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 give, you give back to him the constitution right here. <laughs> this is your constitution. God's words. This is what you give back to him. Not our words. You've got to go in the book. Whatever your situation is, you go in the book and say, God, this is what you said. He has to honor 
He has to honor his word because he's not a God that lies. This is your constitution. This is your rights. This is what you go by. And you give that to him. And I rest assure you that he will bring into manifestation the very thing that you're asking. But you got to use your faith.